Welcome to Fandoms, a show from every fan's point of view. Brought to you by the Nerd Initiative Network. Here's your hosts, Tony and Michael. All right. Well, welcome to Fandoms, uh, where each week we try to uh, just talk about some different aspect of, of nerddom, <laughs> as well as like relate over something we enjoy or talk about something new. And of course, this evening, we're going to be talking about something that everyone should at least be a bit familiar with, uh, something that almost everyone loves, and that is the thing we all love called Lego. And so we have a special guest with us, uh, Kofi Sam, and we're going to bring him on. And Kofi, would you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. So, hey, everyone. I'm Kofi. Uh, I work with uh, the Lego group. <laughs> Thanks for the photo. <laughs> that was me at Toy Fair after a very long marathon. I think it might have been. No, that wasn't the last day. It was very dapper, handsome uh, man right there. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we uh, you know we have a good time at Toy Fair. We get to dress up. Um, and so that was probably like the day before the last day because the last day we get to dress down because it's like let's get out of here. Um, so yeah, I've been with Lego for almost eight years now, and it's been an incredible journey and. Definitely a fun place to, to to work if you get the opportunity. Definitely well worth it. I, I so I will add to what Tony said a little bit. Kofi is one of our favorite people. Um, oh yeah, bar none. Uh, and so like my wife's commenting right now, and I think this shows a little bit of like the human heart side of it. Like my <laughs> wife loves Kofi. Every, everyone who knows Kofi loves him, and I love <laughs> the Lego tie idea. I think that's that's genius actually. Um, so yeah, just wanted to say that from a. a, a personal perspective like he is one of the best quality human beings smart talented i'm gonna make you blush a little bit if possible um <laughs> but just also just like a fun great guy so yeah I, I i wanted to give you that title one easily one of our favorite people oh absolutely I, I want to share this little story real quick i'm not going to go into too much detail but um a couple months ago you know everybody um we, my, my son and I were on Good Morning America and we were talking, they, 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 you know, surprised us with a premiere, uh, trip and they were talking in the, the pre-roll about my son and about his heart condition. And we were leaving the, the studio where we were filming and heading to the airport. And I got a phone call from Kofi just saying, if you ever need to talk, if you ever need someone like that's the kind of person, like it wasn't, Hey, I'm super excited about, you know, what you know, it was, it was, it was very much, you know, reaching out, making sure that, that I'm okay. My son's okay. Like that's just the kind of person you are. And, and I don't care if you, you know, didn't want me to share that. It, it just, it just no, speaks totally a cool. lot to the kind of person you are. No, I thank you. Um, yeah, I care about people as, as much as, you know, I think as much as you can humanly possible and then a little bit more just because i mean the world would be a pretty sad place if there were no people left right probably better off in terms with, of hey. the environment right but with, with ai coming up you know we're probably yeah. all gonna get killed by the bots anyway so i've been saying well, that's that. why the aliens have come back to save us right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um oh, cool. okay so getting into it right like we're gonna talk lego um I basically twisted Tony's arm to add some history into these segments because like he said, fandoms is, you know, it's going to be a wild ride because me, Kofi and Tony can probably talk for hours on end. Um, mm -hmm. We want to give the audience a takeaway, right? And 
don't no pressure Kofi. this is not an exam this is not like uh, well, how much do you know about lego like if you asked me about other things like abc news or or, or uh, as tony mentioned good morning america i would know nothing um and i used to work there and then or like now td bank or, or whatever um but i just thought it was interesting and i thought like it was cool to kind of get a takeaway and and starting off I, I kind of knew, but didn't know Lego's a 90 year old company. And I I'm always mm -hmm. kind of taken aback by the fact that it started with like wood toys. And again, this gives you, it just goes to show that like, no matter what you start doing, you can always like adapt and change. And also apologies, Kobe for, for blocking your face. No, wanna, no, it's totally cool. If you want to let's hold on, let, let's, let's make this work. Let's switch me with Kofi that way. He's now his handsome face is now in the top, right. And I'm the one getting blocked, but um, I, I loved that. And then the second thing I will go to, and we can kind of like talk about it. It took about 20 years for like the official brick to come into fruition. There was a prototype before that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. five years before it was kind of like the forerunner for it. But I think yeah. that is really, really cool. Um, and again, it also gives you, I think it's a parallel to, I always talk about Stanley's story about how he didn't hit big at Marvel till he was in his forties, which is an inspiration for, <clears throat> some of us on here that are uh, of that age that that still don't feel completely fulfilled in what they're doing and so uh i think that's really interesting to see uh, the evolution and, and obviously things move faster now but i thought that was fascinating and so um we can get into minifigs and stuff afterwards but um yeah just a little, a little bit of history lesson um yeah really quick to actually to add to that um right before the wooden toy and this is something that i think is near and dear to every team member's heart at LEGO um, is before that, um, the family's business was carpentry. Um, mm. And he owned his own business in, in Billund where the headquarters is. And actually, if you go to Billund, you can, I believe the old, uh, well, it's become like the teddy bear factory or something like that now. Um, but so he owned this carpentry business and we were, I guess they were bumping up against rough times and he was faced with the choice of shutting down his factory and putting everyone that he employed out of work or figuring out something else for the, for his company to do. Wow. And that's where he came up with the idea of wooden toys. Wow. Um, and I, you know, it's. It's something that we understand as employees, but it's something that's definitely um, passed down from generation to generation. Mm. Um, even when we've had some not so great times at Lego, um, the it's always been about the team members first. Even when they've had to make difficult decisions mm. about team members, it's okay, well, here's how we're going to support you. And, you know, sometimes we find some of those team members coming back in a different capacity. Um, it's, there's no, there's no action that, especially that affects team members internally, that is taken lightly um, without considering what, you know, the impact is going to be on our team members. Um, and that's cool. That's cool. sometimes it's a difficult decision because you know, either way they're going to be impacted, but then you have to start thinking about what's the greater good for the company, but how do you help and foster and, 
um, retain as much as possible. So that's, you know, it started from a carpentry business to, you know, moving into to wooden toys and then adopting the the Lego name and and going on from there. And, you know, I'm sure, I don't know if you have this in your slides, so I'll let you, I'll let you finish your slides. And if you don't have it, then I'll, I'll let you know. Well, I'll tell you well the name means point. play well, right? So it's, it, it or mm -hmm. play well, but then also uh, in Latin, it means put together, which, so like talk about multi-layered, you know, mm -hmm. definition behind it. Um, and the last, I guess the question I would ask is, is there a better invention? And I know it was, it was voted toy of the century. So it's probably the, wow. this is kind of a rhetorical question. Was there ever a better invention in the world of toys or things that are fun um, than the, the Lego brick? Because the, the, like you said, the, 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 it's endless possibilities. And so I guess it's a question, but <laughs> think, think of it this way. Like even, even now with modern building, they're finding cost effective ways to do something that's similar to what Lego is doing to build, you know, efficient houses where they've got these large bricks that are just they're 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 plug and play. So I mean, imagine what they've done. And I have to go back and say this with what Kofi said. Could you imagine if the company would have decided, you know what, we're just gonna shut the doors uh, that we don't care about, we don't care, you know, we, you know, we care about you, but we don't care enough about you. Cause how many companies nowadays would just close their doors, lay off their workforce? and and not be concerned and just imagine where we would be if they would have if they would have never done that and gotten in the well know, how many times did marvel almost fold we've talked about this in other other shows and whatnot mm -hmm. like obviously we had the 80 the 70s was first and i i you know reading more and diving mm -hmm. more into what roy thomas did with star wars and how stanley didn't want to be you know, for those who don't know, basically they la helped launch Star Wars before the movie came out. They did these comics that were kind of little snippets of the movie and it had never been done like that before. And it it revived Marvel. And then obviously the 80s and 90s. And, and there's been a lot of things that have revived Marvel. So, I mean, the MCU pro probably three or four times could have not happened. <laughs> like Marvel yeah. had just folded and been like, well, even right, even, we even the run. 90s, the 90s almost was was the end of it. And, you know, it, it took a lot of it took a lot of promises. It took a lot of investment with toy biz and things like that. And and again, you go back to toys like toys kind of like save the day a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just imagine. And I think what's interesting is like we have a segment from 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 Mickey cell phone wallet keys and he kind of goes through the history of everything and even talks about like the things where even as they were progressing like Lego had a couple missteps, but then were able to recover from those and just keep moving forward, building on to what they did and finding that what that what worked. And it's always going to be that forward thinking of like, OK, you know, you know, this didn't work. Let's move on to the next thing. And I mm -hmm. think that 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 speaks volumes as a company. And Kobe, you were going to say something before I, I terribly interrupted you and went on this tangent. Well, sorry. Uh, oh, no, it's totally cool. So I know she didn't have any slides. So um, uh the the idea and it's in some of the naming convention um so it translates into the best isn't good enough right and that's the model that mm. we essentially live by and operate by right like the best still isn't good enough um so it's how do you make it better than, than the best and you know every day you know it's 
you know, it's a challenge and sometimes we meet it, sometimes we don't, but we don't stop trying. And I think that was, Hmm. you know, that's definitely something big that the, you know, the family lives by is, you know, how do you make something better and just know because it's better, it still isn't good enough. Even if it's the best Hmm. thing out, it can be better. So, yeah. And with those parameters, it's a fun place to work at. I mean, yeah, incredible. And then obviously the last thing I put it up all earlier when we were talking and then I'll, I'll stop with the, the history lesson, but uh, I thought that was cool too. Like the minifig launching in 79, which obviously talk about the best isn't good enough. You know, you got the brick, your people are building stuff, there's sets, there's kits. And then they took it to the next level with like, you know, with themes and products. And then the minifigs just, I also didn't know that it wasn't until like, I think it was like the two I was reading back that it was like the 2000s or you would know more than me. I, I, I'm, it's 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 escaping me now, but that it was only recently when the faces went away from being all yellow um, to having mm-hmm. like, you know, we've seen the expressions we've seen like the and I love the spin faces where like if it's like Superman, it's like regular and then it spins and it's like Clark Kent or, or what, whatever. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. too. I, I just love learning about like the history of like dynamic game-changing companies like that i think it's fascinating yeah it's pretty funny and then um and another cool thing to think about is i think it was early 2000s uh when star wars was introduced as we celebrated the 20th anniversary of lego star wars uh like last year i want to say the year before that but those minifigures were all yellow and then they shifted to actual flesh tone um so like if you are a star wars aficionado especially with like lego toys you probably have some sets that have like luke and leia as a yellow minifigure like so imagine like current luke and leia like minifigure form but just all yellow with like the hair and everything and you know and then it became you know a flesh tone uh apparatus and it's just it's interesting and then you think about like if you still have those what what is it on secondhand, third-hand market? I was going to ask you that as a collector because <laughs> I know you 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 visit Brick Economy. You know about this and again, like you you live it, right? And and so I was doing some like research. We were actually text. All of us were texting, and I was doing research and looking at some like I mean, again, the original Star Wars sets, and there's like you know Eiffel Tower and this and that. Like, yeah, that's nuts. Like, I can't imagine the value of a yellow face. <laughs> Luke and Leia. Well, it's like it's thousands. like a, what is it? I have a Pod Racer Anakin. Um, okay. I think yeah. that one's yellow. And we were just going through a yard sale, and we found the pieces for it. And I've got a, I've got parts of an Obi Wan that's yellow, and I can't, I, I can't find all of it yet. But I'm, I'm looking for it. So. But even the, there's even value in those pieces that you have. So hopefully you didn't get rid of them. Oh no. Um, I know, you know, unless unless my son stole them right now. Yeah, unless my son stole them, because what he's been doing is he's been grabbing like we have like pick a brick uh, cups from the Lego store, mm-hmm. and I have a bin full of Legos, and I put them all together, and he's been coming down secretly and filling up the pick a brick cup and running upstairs with it. So that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, with what I do, it's sometimes hard not to let the secondhand market like creep into your mind when you're like, Hey, we should probably do this next year. Or sometimes they approach with, Hey, we kind of want to do this thing over. And I'm like, wow, 
can we change part of it so we don't alienate the people that collected it for the last 30 years? And so it's it's always mm-hmm. interesting being in those conversations. And like, well, what's your basis? And then I pull a brick economy. I'm like, look, it's, you know, going for this. Like, you know, should we, you know, really dilute that value or whatever? And like a lot of the time, like, they're like, we can't really look at that. We kind of have to do what works. Yeah, but you can just change it just a tad bit, just a little bit. Just make it a tad bit different. Add a brick or something, right? Like the Taj Mahal, the original Taj Mahal had, I forgot how many pieces, and then when it was re-released, um, it had like one extra piece or something, and it was noted on the box that, you know, it was like 12, you know, like 3,451 as opposed to 3,450 or something like that, so... Yeah, so, Tony, <laughs> to answer you, well, you didn't ask the question, but I'm going to give you the answer no matter what. The I'm looking at it too from 2002. It's really cool. Um, the yellow face Anakin is worth $2,560. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, no, I'm messing with you. Tony's like, oh, I'm going to get I'm like, wait. I'm like, no. I, need, I need to run to the bank real quick. <laughs> but I will say, no, like, to that point, though, you mentioned the Obi Wan and stuff like that. I'm looking at like, so 2002 retired, which is retired is like the key word, right? Retail mm-hmm. $699, uh, value now over 100 So it's as growth is is 1200%, which is insane. So yeah. it's probably worth a solid well over $100 for if it's the original, which is really, really cool. Um, and just, five pieces. <laughs> well, it's fun. It's fun. Like, and th- th- there's another one because I know, I know, like, like Lego doesn't have the license for this anymore. We talk about SpongeBob and my kid loves SpongeBob. And we found in the set, like a couple of SpongeBob and Patrick pieces. And I'm like, okay, he can play with them, but we got to keep track of them because at some point I'm, I'm sure those are going to be worth something. So. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's, there's a story time. Um, so I love story time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I can craft this where, you know, it won't be an issue. Um, there, there was a, there's a Yoda, uh, minifigure, um, that has a particular, t-shirt on for a Times Square launch uh, when we this is before I joined the company when we had the giant X-Wing built in Times Square. I think maybe ABC might have covered it. Like we had like master builders come down and everybody built like a a larger brick that went into a larger um, board that made this giant X-Wing. And at the event, we (laughs) apparently we were handing out these Yodas uh, these yeah. mini, these minifigure Yodas that had a particular shirt on that you can find in any one of those New York City tourist attraction um, stores. And you can probably guess what it says on it. And um, we had extra, according to some people at the office, and we had like buckets, and we were just giving them out in the office, and people were just like taking two or three and like not thinking anything of it. If you look up the if you look up the Yoda minifigure on Brickicon, right? I think it's going for like either three or six thousand dollars. Oh, oh my goodness! You have like and a handful of them. Of it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hold on, I know. Let me I, like, I just, oh, can we just go clean your wow. offices? Wow! Hold on! Wow! <laughs> so yeah. Oh wow! And it's also really cool if you're in. So we live in. Kofi just moved, but. He was also a New Yorker, and we currently live in New Jersey, New York area. I mean, it's right across the water, but it's also just a really cool. This is something that I would have just gotten because it's cool. Let me pull up the screenshot. 
Um, and this is, don't take this seriously because it's Macari. And so, you know, whatever, but yeah. Oh, you found it. No. $1,300. You found it. And who knows? I mean, Macari's whatever. So if you get it from a reputable seller, I'm sure it's 2000 plus, you know, for like a verified, you know, like if you bought it from an auction house or whatever, it's going to be expensive. And that's just a suit. That is so super crazy. cool too with the New York shirt. Um, yeah, that's just awesome. <laughs> there's that's a awesome. whole, oh man. I can't really say those words because there's a, there's a thing. Uh, you learn so much about being, you know, uh, just in any industry that, you know, likes to represent regionally you, you start to learn about different um licenses and how big oh those businesses word. are mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. well you since you're on the site pull up the um the spider woman um minifig from comic-con uh keep going I about the wording though i think that's interesting before. i don't want to cut you off i'm gonna look it up right now but keep talking about yeah, the... so, so yeah the, that whole t-shirt thing on yoda is a very big business that um you you kind of learn about when you, you you work here um and you learn how big that business actually is and, and like um oh no <laughs> oh I know my it's, god it's incredible you it didn't oh, you didn't overhype this at all share um, share it. what hold on i have to configure this because it's so wide that? and then um, i'll give you another just one share your screen this. <laughs> well no I, yeah sharing the screen is dangerous because it's like oh that's true um it doesn't hide like your search bar and some other stuff or whatever so i, mean, I always worry about that but it's fine we'll just get in the now i want to see your search bar oh there's <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. important it's like restream our dashboard ebay man. but i just you never know my yeah i always i always said my wife always gets nervous i have nothing really crazy on my computer luckily um, I was doing a live recently and we were doing something and talking about stuff and like my whole desktop got shown like during the live, but, um, luckily it's just <laughs> folders and stuff like that. Um, and pictures of you kissing your dog that probably a lot of that. Oh my word. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow. $8,000. I, I let it, let it sink in. Just let that oh. sink in. And I I don't and don't quote me on this and don't hold me to this anyone in the audience, but I think that the ones at Comic Con are given out for free. Yeah. Or they used to be. Yeah. Um, well, I think they're so okay, so there's people that make a whole uh, we talked about this. So me at San Diego, me and Yasin went and uh, like it was day two. And um I I was gonna say I don't want to derail this conversation, but I think it's going in a great direction anyway. We're just talking about Lego. So um it was day two and I, I kind of came, came up to you and I was like, I dropped the ball for us. And he's like, what? He's like, and you doesn't care. I mean, like, I, it, it was more for myself. I was like, I had no idea that there was like a virtual queue to get in, to get these Funko cards. So Funko's now making cards. And I was like, I want them. They're super cool. They're a little pricey. You get like a whole box of them. Yeah. You get like 20, you get like a full box. It's expensive though. And I, I also was like, it just, the weight was insane. And so we ended up trying to do it and it was whatever. But um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. All those things. Yeah. That they're part of, it's really hard. There's a whole, people make, I'll have a whole living organizing and figuring how to get all these freebies. Like Kofi was saying, like when we went to, um, and hope I'm not rambling and being more direct, like you have to be at the right place, the right time, pre prepare for it. A lot of them are given out during panels. Um, I, I, and Tony knows the story. 
I'm a huge comic book fan, clearly. And I, I love comics. I'm looking around. There's nothing really whatever. Actually, wait, hold on. I have the comic. I bought it in the aftermarket. Um, so for, <laughs> for D23, they, there was... This is a, actually a good story. For D23, we were in the Marvel panel, which is, you know, everything you imagine it to be. A thousand people in there. They show the trailers. They bring out the cast, like whatever. It was a long day. We were tired. And it was like me, my wife, a couple of their folks, and our friend King Von Schweetz, um, who's Jacob is his name. And uh, we all went, had a great time, came out. We had gotten reservations, or I had gotten reservations plus two. And it's a lottery system at a lot of these places. Like you put in what you want for the Spider-Man 60th anniversary panel. Now, we came out and we're all kind of like exhausted. It was like a four hour panel and we wanted to get something to eat. Um, and so Jacob's like, well, you guys go get something to eat. Do you mind just walking me in with your reservation to the, the Spider-Man 60th anniversary panel? I was like, cool, sure. Walk him in, goes in. Later on, I'm back at the hotel and I'm scrolling through like Instagram and someone's like, so excited i got my three d23 uh amazing spider-man one 1000 or whatever uh d23 expo and this is actually signed and remarked now but um and i look and it was a pair of comics and these are super cool but i look they were selling for like at the time they're a lot they've gone down they were selling for 700 bucks a pop for and you could have wow. got so like easily you go in there and they're free these were free and I, I, I texted Jacob and I'm like, did you get a comment? Did you get, he's like, oh, I got two. Makes you feel any better. I dropped it in the corner. It's probably been on one. I was like, doesn't make me feel better. Makes me even more mad that I didn't go in and at least get the comic book and like come out. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe so. Another thing Michael will never not do again. Yeah. Long story short, um, the, it's basically just a long way of explaining that people game this and not and Jacob wasn't Jacob was just like he wanted to go to the panel and then he ended up getting a free comic and I was I was kicking myself not Jacob and I was like good enjoy your comics that, that's awesome um I think uh it people know and there's a guy uh who's really cool his name's Lex he, he goes by godly comics he like will go up he knows what to do like he'll go up and like buy people's copies so he came back with like 40 copies he must have paid like 50 100 bucks like he just goes in line like gets them signed, gets them pressed, keeps the highest grade one, sells the rest. Like he is a hustler in the best fashion. Um, and so people like him that are built that way, that know what to do and work the process. Same thing as these minifigs. You probably had to be in Hall H. They gave them out and some people got rid of them. Some people kept them and the people who kept them, I'm sure are like over on cloud oh, nine. Uh, they now, now think of it you this way also, there are graded minifigs as well. Um, I can tell you you don't even have to be in Hall H. You just have to go to the Lego booth. And like the Lego, I, I've never been to Comic Con. Surprise, surprise. Um, I think the Lego booth is like nowhere usually near like the like any of like the the major like um studio booths. So it's just kind of like a kiosk you can like walk up to. There's some, some years we have stuff that we sell, we'll you know, bring exclusive stuff, and then we also have like giveaways. So, uh, if you want to look up one other thing that'll shock, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, up, I'm always uh, down. I'm always down. Go and then we'll uh, and then we'll go to yeah. our segment. Yeah, Spider Man, uh, 2014, oh. the Andrew Garfield one. Oh yeah, that's also there's a Funko that's also worth a lot. That for, um, so yeah, let me look up. Hold on, 
I think it's the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, yes. One, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is nuts. Well, I also think that makes sense to me from a collector standpoint because the ones that uh, the Lego art just popped up. Um, how do I find out? Let me just look up Spider-Man. Um, so that movie didn't do well, right? Um, and for right. me, I know the ones that the, the natural order of things with collecting, you, you want to stay away from manufactured scarcity, but things that organically don't do well or that people don't take seriously are worth big money. So like I'm, I'm looking it up right now, but I'll tell you the Funko I think is worth a lot that it's got the yellow eyes. It's it's like a really important like I see it all the time. People it pops up and people are like, oh, it's the amazing Spider-Man because everyone oh, there's a symbiote one that's worth about a thousand bucks too. Um, everyone hated well, not everyone. There's the diehard fans of Amazing Spider-Man, but I think Spider-Man 2 and other stuff like that, people weren't huge fans of it. And so I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. <laughs> hold on. Oh, me... my word. I just found it, too. Yeah, hold on. Let me just pull it up. July 2013, right before the first movie. All right. Is that the first or second movie? I think um, it might have been the second. I think it rose in value because of... Um... Uh, making the third, of... and then they kind of shifted towards. Um, okay, I love the fact Tom that Holland. the site that I'm on make, it has it has a set pricing thing, and it says very good investment. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh my word! Yeah, I mean, let me see. Let me see what you've got because I'm going to tell I'll you. I can tell up. you the I'm price that I've got up right now. It is. <laughs> it is. They even. I do love how they got the eyes right though, which is really <laughs> cool. But um. Yeah, there it is. Okay, let, let me let me let me show you what I've got on here. So the price range that it has gone for, it, it, it's telling me what it's been sold for. The lowest price that this was sold for at one time. Well, let, let me let me just go this. I'll go with the highest price because you've got the lowest price there. Highest price that it's been sold for was fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Wow. <laughs> Wow. On, that was eBay. Car. That was eBay. <laughs> on Bricklink, on Bricklink. Wow. $21,840. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say this one. I mean, again, I'm, I'm not going to spend $1,000 on a minifig, but I think the symbiote one I'm about to pull up is really cool. And it's about, well, about, a, about, a, it's about a sweet grand. Um, well, listen to this. Basically, this minifig is at least half the price of a low-grade Amazing Fantasy 15. Yeah. It's probably rarer, too. <laughs> oh, this one word. is beautiful. I think that one's really I would do cool. anything oh, wow. this one. That's a cool one. That's a really... And there's a Miles in here that's not too bad. There's an Iron Spider. There's a lot of really affordable, cool ones. Like, this is a, this is a danger, right? Oh, there's a Spider-Man 29 and it's about 100 bucks. I don't want to even touch this stuff because once I start... <laughs> it will be a major problem that I will not be able to stop. And this is the one that me and Kofi always talk about the really rare miles. This, the, like he said, it's the comic con exclusive. They probably just hand it out and brick economy is cool. Cause they'll list if it's promotional or not, which is really cool. So if it's promotional, yeah. it's like, it was like the, the Yoda it's, it's part of a, just to get, they weren't sold. It was a giveaway. And that's where you're, that's where the value is really going to be because it wasn't like a mass produced thing. It was like a part of like, Oh, we're excited. You know, when was miles? It was, um, cause miles is 2011 was his first appearance. 2020, 2020. Oh man. <laughs> I wonder if, uh, when did the, so 
Spider-Man PS4 came 2020, right? Or PS5. Yeah, it's probably for that, yeah, because that's been huge, right? We, you know, we did a minifigure for Spider-Man PS4. Um, that one's worth something, too. I was, I was seeing that. But, but can we also just appreciate how beautiful these things look? Like, look at this. I mean, this is the Andrew Garfield one. Like, just the... Yeah. The packaging itself is just yeah. beautiful. Like, imagine if you had that and you got so Andrew Garfield just did a signing. If you had that signed, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm I'm literally having like a seizure here of how excited I am about this. Like, okay, let's let's and take a breather. Carry with you, right? Sorry, <laughs> no offense, to any, you know. Again, I'm not mean by it. I'm 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 saying it in a very like fun, like this is blowing me away kind of way. Um. Oh yeah, that's why that's why I'm so excited. Like with every set that I get, like especially when it's got lots of different like actual minifigs, I love just looking at them and putting them in their place. Like like even the mystery bag that they did last year for like the Disney Plus stuff, like all, all of them just having them all together, and then what they've got out now. Like I don't care if they ever build in value, just mm. being able to see that I have the roster of them. I'm more addicted to minifigures now than I am to the hot toys, mainly because they're more affordable. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. just because they're just so uniquely special, like even to the point of where this one's cool, but then there will be a fit like they'll come out with one at one point and then like they'll have printing on the legs, which makes it even more valuable mm. or, you know, or it's something that's different. Like I, 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 I'm desperately trying to find I found a Wolverine minifig in like the stuff that I've got. And it's it is the kind that has you can see the mask like laying on the back of the character. That's cool. That's cool. So like, you know, it's Logan's head. Like I really want to find that, but yeah. it's like, it's just so cool. All of these are so cool. But this is really cool too. Like, look, that's a gorgeous man. <laughs> We're saying a minifig. That is a gorgeous stunning <laughs> okay. minifig. And at $5, that's why this will be an issue. If I get into this, it will be an issue. And then I, I the one, I really love this one too. It's the Toby from Spider-Man one. And it's actually cheaper than I thought it would be. It's from uh, clearly from his uh, his scene where he creates uh, in the 2002 movie. He creates his own uniform or his own whatever. You can clearly tell it's really well done. It just brings me back to that movie when you look at this, and it's only 150 bucks. Oh, oh that's cool! Like it's clearly that's from so the movie. Cool. Like, you can tell. Um, and if I click into it, you can see it says, "Yeah, 2003 from Spider-Man." That's cool. And that's not even that bad. 150. Like that's a I thought that would be really valuable. Um man, it's just so much that's... fun. It's so much fun, man. I, but then uh, like like I mean look like this, this so these came with the Daily Bugle set. So like you saw that Miles Morales, there's there's one right there. Yeah. I love that mini fit. I and it's like you got the you got the the logo on the back, and then of course it came with the ghost spider or you know, spider Gwen. And they're just they're yeah. just really cool. I mean, they're just amazing pieces. Amazing pieces. Have you looked at um, since you have the Daily Bugle set? Have you looked at like the Punisher? I think the Doc Ock is a unique one only for that um, that particular set. There's, I was really impressed with the Daily Bugle set because I was like the fandom. It was like yes, you flooded it with a ton of minifigures that like, and you retroed some of the minifigures. So and I love that it's modular and it hooks into like any other modular. I think any other modular buildings that you have. So like it's if I wish I had a place big enough where I could build it and then add, like the corner cafe in the movie theater right and it's just like meanwhile wow. in this perfectly fine town here's the Daily Bugle and like there's Ghost Rider and like Doc Ock and right 
while people are going to the movies next door. <laughs> it's just like this random superhero battle that's happening. Or it's even it's not even that not even the Punisher, but like the Blade minifigure that came with it. Like I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. There's the Punisher. Um, that's I think a cool the, one. That's a like really there's cool there's one, one place where the Blade minifigure is going for like twenty two twenty seven dollars. So yeah. So let's Incredible. go take a quick quick break. We're gonna go ahead and go through our segment. That way we can just talk and we don't feel guilty because um, we did a good job with the with the history. But Mickey's gonna do an even better one with Fandoms University. What's up to all the fans, geeks, and nerds? Summer break is almost over, and that means Fandoms U is back in session. I'm Professor Cellphone Wallakies, and if everyone will turn their attention to the board, we'll get started with today's history lesson on Lego. The company's history dates back all the way to 1932 when Ole Kirk Christensen opened up a carpentry shop in Billund, Denmark. They would primarily produce furniture, but due to a supply shortage, they had to scale down and make wooden toys and miniatures. Christensen would eventually accept the role of toy maker and rename his company Lego, which is derived from the Danish phrase Legot, which means play well. Between the challenges of World War II and a factory fire, Lego would turn to the development of plastic technologies. They would begin experimenting with new ideas, including building bricks, producing their first set in 1949. And in 1958, the iconic interlocking plastic brick tube technology was patented. This design allowed for more stable and versatile constructions, enabling endless creative possibilities. Lego would grow rapidly and globally in the 60s, leading to the grand opening of their first theme park, Legoland. And in the 70s, they released the Lego System of Play. System of Play would encourage compatibility between different Lego themes like Lego Town, Lego Castle, and Lego Space. And in 1978, one of the greatest innovations in LEGO history was introduced, the LEGO minifigure. LEGO would continue to grow at an exponential rate into the 90s, but the patent for their building blocks expired and copycats like Megablocks started showing up on shelves. Not only that, video games were starting to cut into profits, leading LEGO to develop Technic and Mindstorms, making them compatible with the rising popularity in robotics and eventually began collaborating with licensed properties, in particular, Star Wars. But despite its immense popularity, LEGO would go on to face financial difficulties from overexpansion while trying to compete with video games and making poor decisions like Jack Stone and Galador, not to mention experimenting with toys that do not fit in the LEGO system. But there would be a bright spot during this time of turmoil. Can you find the power? Bionicle. Each set sold separately. The storytelling and world building of Bionicle would help keep LEGO healthy during this difficult time, but it would not be enough to stop the bleeding of profits. And in 2004, the company would undergo major reconstruction and refocus on its core values of creativity and imagination. Theme parks were sold, manufacturing was simplified, and LEGO City was a return to form. Hey, what's going on? Quick, build the fire engine and speed to the rescue. Roll out the hose, up the ladder, and put out that fire. The new fire collection from LEGO City. LEGO would learn from Bionicle that storytelling was a big help in selling their product, and originals like Ninjago and LEGO Friends were hits. The LEGO group would go on to embrace digital technology with their own video games, online communities, mobile apps, and even feature films. Today, LEGO remains a beloved brand, celebrated for its dedication to creativity, imagination, and most importantly, play. 
Their commitment to quality, innovation, and engaging experiences has allowed them to maintain their status as one of the leading toy manufacturers in the world. And they continue to captivate generations of builders and enthusiasts around the globe. Well, that's it for today's class. I hope you absorbed some of that knowledge, and I really hope you learned something new. I'm Professor Cellphone Wallet Keys. Remember to read your instruction manuals, have fun, and play for keeps. Have a great one. I have to ask. Wow. When did Lego decide to target adults? Or at least, where do you think they started with it? Oh. Wow. I mean, like, I mean, if you look um, at it, I mean, like, I know the Star Wars stuff, like, it automatically would have targeted adults who love, you know, the franchise. But, like, because I, I know if you look, there's a lot of, like, 18-plus sets now. Um, there's a whole market that's it, – it, it doesn't hide the fact that there are just adults that love the product. That's a very good question. I mean, the – I would say the – it's a tough one. The, I know. I, right I have to throw a curveball out there. Is, I think those kinds of things happen organically. We've always encouraged family fun and family building, right? Mm -hmm. From the first set on. Um, so you can say from the first set, essentially, we've targeted the entire family unit. Um, now, the adult themes, um, I don't remember when we started producing them, but... I want to say they organically started in the individual themes that they were a part of, right? So we brought up Star Wars, right? Like at some point, there was, uh, you know, a a slightly larger, more difficult build for like the Millennium Falcon, I, I want to say, for its time, right? Mm. And that may have pushed some adults to get involved um, and, and start playing. And you also have to think about like when... Um, if you were a child that grew up on Lego, like 50s, 60s, 70s, and you were an adult in the late 80s, early 90s, and on, you probably, even before there was an adult theme, you most likely were nostalgic on some of the sets you were seeing, so you were going back and buying them over, um, recreating them. Like, our AFOLs, adult fans, um a lot of the population um, are incredibly accomplished in their professional lives where some of them will go and buy four and five of the same set that they grew up on just because they want to build out their basement or um, it's just incredibly nostalgic, right? Or, yeah, you know, wow. they missed that one set mm -hmm. as a child and couldn't get it. Now you're talking to, you know, an accomplished surgeon like a Dr. Strange, right, that can afford to buy anything in the world but has been on this... In, endless hunts for this train from like 1973 and oh, wow. comes across it and it's like i can't i i i don't ever want to lose it again so i need two or three or four or five and it's not you know you know some people buy cars some people buy homes some people you know buy clothes some people just collect toys right or things that make them or bring them back to their happy place when they were a child so this question, what is the good price piece we should consider nowadays? I used figure 0 0.10 per correlate. This, I think you guys understand some more. Is, what is that? What I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you guys would know more. You guys are. are... Yeah. So uh, I am, not, I can't really, 
it's subjective. It's completely up to yeah. you and what and if you find value in in the set. Um, mm-hmm. Just so to give you some some background, Mike, it's um, a lot of people do this calculation where how many total pieces are in the set and what's the the cost, and then they divide you know the cost by the piece and they get a piece per. Uh, uh, price for peace okay. Pack, right okay. so oh, okay. and you know for some people that utilize this as an average to invest, they will say all right my baseline is 14 cents so any set that is above 14 cents and i'm not going to invest in um i think you know you should just go with whatever makes you feel comfortable and whatever brings you joy essentially if it's if it's worth it to you and it it brings you joy. Then who cares about the price per piece? Essentially, yeah. good point. And Eric, right? Eric I mean, I, you know, I'm oh, a yeah. sneaker collector. There are some sneakers where I don't care how much it costs. I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then there's somewhere I'm like, I don't know about that. So, how long does it take from start to finish to design a Lego set? This is another tough one too, because I'm sure it's like varies. And this, we, we don't want specifics. You don't have to like give us like an exact yeah. like, but like kind of like explain so, to us the process. Uh, that you can, if, if you right, if, right. If yeah. now you can. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, uh, so, it, 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 there's a couple of things that factor into it. First thing is, are we working with partners? Because anything that in any business, right? If you're working with, you know, partners where you have their license and you're working on stuff, um, it requires another set of approval, their approval, right? And whoever the chain of command mm-hmm. is in that organization. Um, for us, you know, eh, development is is it's it's out there. I mean, we can't. It's not something that we turn around um, overnight because a lot of it has to deal with quality. And, um, and we take, you know, the, especially the quality piece very seriously. And we, if there's something slightly off, a color, a dye, a paint or something, we will not put it out until it's right. So it takes some time. Um, I will say it's definitely not three months to answer the question. Okay. Okay. Um, and then wait, there was another one that was really good. I love this question too. This is uh, a favorite set or theme. This is going to be a tough one for you. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm sure uh, like asking me if there's a favorite comic book. I'm sure this is like <laughs> go anywhere, but I think that's, you know, maybe. Well, theme. So, so you, you both know that I do product development. So everyone that I either provide input on, in on directly for like my remit, my area of responsibility, or even like, you know, t- uh, you know, peers that are on my team that have, you know, responsibility for like other, other areas, other parts of the portfolio that ask my honest opinion, because they're not really in tune with that particular theme. Um, they all feel like my child essentially <laughs> um <laughs> like, like uh man if i i will say um yeah 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 I, and you know after we moved it got destroyed so the the iron man um i uh a particular oh, no. what about one, is this the same near, one or no this is the yeah, same yeah, one yeah right? i finally finished it and it's in like pieces now so i have oh. to like, take time and redo it 
the problem is I had no place to hang it either. Yeah, so because it's hey, like it's if you ever if you ever need to find storage space, I've got some room here for you. <laughs> it's well, such I put a, a gorgeous oh, piece. I, I rent a storage unit. It took me like eight months to put together because I was very meticulous about piece by piece, a little bit each night. Um, so if there was a set that I felt that is my favorite, I would say not favorite, but like really, really deeply connected to because it wasn't even something that was in my wheelhouse of responsibility, but like I was asked early on in development, like, hey, need your help. What, you know, what do you think about this? Because you're, you're really in tune with this. It's the uh, Black Panther bust. Um, like I was like oh, yeah. in, in the beginning and I had to answer some very crucial questions about like, are we going to do this with or without this? And um, yeah, so I was just amazed that it came out. And I was like, this is incredible. And I would say um, definitely and talk that, about it. Talk uh, about a gorgeous piece. I'm pulling it up right now because I mean, people need a visual for this. Like, it is. And the amount of pieces, too. Like, what is it? It's at um, 3,000 pieces around there, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just about. That's one. That's a really good question that, that Erica, we could pivot to. Like, sure. how long that takes to build? Because you mentioned the artwork was about eight months, and you were obviously taking your time and, and, and whatever. This one, it's, it's a big – I mean, it is a – it's an art piece. Like it yeah. is not, it is not insignificant in by any means. And that's interesting. I, if there's like a professional builder out there and I'm sure there are, I mean, we, we, there's Lego masters, there's things like that. I wonder how long they could build this. in. it's gotta be at least a handful of hours to get okay. through this easily. Um, I think for art, it, it's really quick, actually. It should, it could delay. When we had, uh, when we first introduced Lego art, um, there were podcasts that went along with it. So like the Iron Man one, if you're building like one of the two uh, regular Iron Man builds, um, which is the Hulkbuster is one of them. And then it's just regular Iron Man. And then the secret like third build is the one that I built, um, which requires you to buy like four of the, the, the art pieces and put them together. Um, there was a, a hour and a half podcast where like the... I think the creator of the set is talking along with some of like the recent Iron Man artists and you kind of just throw on your headphones and you're listening to like the inspiration of Iron Man um, behind the set. And wow. when it's done, you know, technically you should be done. Wow. Yeah. So that one was near and dear to my heart. Um, there have been others that uh, I've weighed in on um, or that I've had responsibility for. You know, there's more stuff that <laughs> we've said no to. Um, or I vehemently stood up and was like, this can't happen. Um, that are, <laughs> are a lot more entertaining. Um, and then there's like really cool stuff that, you know, that came to came to fruition. Like, I mean, it's it's been out since January, but the Bionicle GWP, like, when I you know, was in Rome, I asked every meeting we went to, when are we doing Bionicle? When are we doing Bionicle? When are we doing Bionicle? And finally, like, they budged. You were like, we're doing Bionicle. And I was like, finally. Um, and I think the, the, the most exciting moment of that is, like, a couple of months later, after GWP was out and, you know, it made its way uh, around different fans, um, I saw a video of, like, a fan an AFL online crying because he was like, I thought they finally did Bionicle. 
don't know this person. And I was like, that this is why we do what we do. Like this person yeah. was legitimately in tears. And like part of me was like, you know, it's it's just it's just a GWP, it's just a toy. But then the other part of me was like, I can understand that, right? Because you know, that's how I felt when, you know, they, had, you know, in in-game, Cat finally picked up Thor's hammer, right? Or yes. when everybody showed up finally, right? Or when Tony sacrificed himself, even though, you know, Cat explained to him, you know, in Civil War, you're not the type of person that would jump on a grenade for everybody. And yet and still. The payoff. The payoff. Right. Or, like, when, you know, if you're really, like, into, you know, that movie and that world in the 15 years, you realized when they went back to the 70s and met Tony's dad that that was going to be it for Tony. Because it was, like, full closure, right? He got to, like, hug his dad and, like, really, like, know, learn that his dad loves him. And you're like, oh, well, that's it. Like, this is the arc that he needed. And, like, right, this made him instantly a better person. So... Yeah. yeah, we have a, a so uh, uh, Derek, who's our, our new um, managing editor, huge Iron Man fan, maybe one of the biggest, maybe the biggest I know. And he he does a series called Hall of Armor and every Monday and they're really well done. It just kind of details a new Iron Man armor. And and one of the things I asked him when we um, did, I forgot, was it his podcast or ours or uh, you lose track at some point. But I, I was like, yeah, how was endgame for you and he's like oh yeah i was a baby weeping like it was you know for me it was like to see your favorite character come to fruition and have that kind of an arc and be played by such a good actor i can only imagine what it hits you and i, I think you had said earlier um <laughs> i'm so tempted to say one more thing and then i'll shut up um you had said it earlier um about uh you know why why you do what you do it reminds me like again of 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 peak fandom right like star wars um when it's going well right like right. The, the the families and the fathers and daughters and mothers and sons and fathers and sons and whatever and then you know bringing what they loved as a kid or as a adolescent or whatever and and showing it and so lego is the same exact thing i mean you know like just the fact that like like you said people are going back and buying the old sets if they can afford it or if they can't, I'm sure they're still playing with their kids and stuff and, and show and sharing, you know, the passion. And that's, that's why anything should be done. Right. Like, I mean, it sounds cheesy and I feel like as I get older, I'm like Mr. Rogers, but it really is like, that's, that's peak life. And it's, it's just awesome. One other thing for you. Um, I would say the most surprising set that I've been asked to weigh in on was the, um, uh it was from Endgame. It came out after all of our in-game sets came out. It was the Thor's apartment where they were playing video games and Mjolnir was on like a pillow. And yeah, because that was like one of the things I asked like cool. if you're gonna do this, it we still we have to keep chubby Thor. Like we can't like we have to and like the little like details of like him being overweight is Still to this day, one of my favorite things I've seen. I was like, I didn't think you guys were actually gonna do this, but this is amazing. So yeah. That's awesome. So I think one of the things that doesn't get talked a lot about with Lego, um, and a lot of people benefit from it is Lego ideas. Um mm -hmm. and it, it it maybe you can like expand a little bit on it, but from what I understand, it's kind of like a crowd supporting um avenue. If you if you're not familiar with the Hocus Pocus Sanderson sisters house. I believe that was a Lego ideas uh, piece. 
Um, mm -hmm. And there, there are a lot of, of Lego ideas, stuff out there. If Michael, it'll blow your mind. I was, I'm just looking at this. First of all, there is a Steve Irwin crocodile, uh, majestic crocodile uh, piece that they're wanting. You know, you know yeah. what? Listen, I, I can do this. I don't really care too much. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen because some I of just, the stuff we, you see on Lego ideas. Is, yeah. Okay, I will say for my time, really quick, jump in and I'm out. Um, as far as like not interrupting out, I'm not out of the podcast. Um, Steve Irwin is one of the all time, and the Royals are up there too. From my time in media. Steve Irwin is a internet God. Like anytime you do something on Bindi or Steve or that family, it moves the needle in the, they're so beloved. And so when you said that, I'm not surprised. And that's why I was like, oh, look, look at this, look at this piece. So Isn't that cool. beautiful? Like the, imagine awesome. you have like the crocodile and you have Steve Irwin holding a croc. Like that's just, <laughs> that's just cool. Now, now, okay. So they've got like the Highland cow. They've got like a rainforest thing. Um, look at this. Aliens took my cow. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. How fun is this? Um, tennis match. There's a blacksmith from the Wild West. Um, a really cool uh, ship. But here's the here's the funny thing. Harry Styles, Love on Tour. Uh, <laughs> and if you hilarious. look on the left hand side, um, hold on. So you see, there's the Sanderson sisters, BTS Dynamite. Um, th these are ones mm -hmm. that are completed. I actually saw um, the the Tales of Space. Uh, the mm -hmm. Tales of the Space Age. I saw that in the store today. Um, so that's that's always cool. The A-frame cabin. Um, I mean, just like Sequoia Tree Trail. Like just, just some love, amazing stuff. Look, look I at also this love, and then I want to hear. I want to hear what Kofi has to say. But I also love, I, and I don't. I got to try to find. Oh, it's on TikTok. So you guys talk, and I'll show you a photo. I love when people create. I mean, there's there are so many talented people out there. I'm gonna have to mute myself so that way because I'm gonna pull up on TikTok. There are so many talented people out there. And when people create their mm -hmm. own mashup or mix up of, of these characters too, and I'm pulling it up too. It's someone took a Batman bust. And for those who don't know, like the Batman who laughs, which is like the interpretation, it's kind of like a mix of Joker and Batman. And they created that. Uh, I saw it on TikTok the other day and I was like, this is brilliant. Whoever's doing this, like taking the pieces and refiguring them, like, and and doing it really well, not just like oh throwing it to get like something way better than I could do for sure. Um, so yeah, you, you guys talk amongst yourselves while I uh, find I mean, out of this. Look at this! Like I really hope this one comes out. Like the desktop rock and roll. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I think it's a matter of getting it to ten thousand votes, and you know, there's other stuff that happens behind the scenes. Um, you know, you have to make sure it's it's viable, um, like it's stable. Um, sure. in terms of a build and all of that. But yeah, there's some incredibly talented people out there. Um, really quick, something else that comes to mind that was like an all-time favorite of mine that I, that I was able to weigh in on and help develop um, the Blacktron um, GWP that came out the beginning of this year. Um, so Blacktron was a part of the space uh, theme back when space first came out. And um, there was a particular Blacktron Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I, I was wrong. It's not a Batman yeah. bust. It was a Venom bust. And they, awesome. they took the, so for the, you know, again, like I said, the Batman who laughed is basically a Joker version of Batman. And it's got the, his eyes are covered by the, what you're seeing on screen, basically. And it, it's, mm -hmm. this is, this is not a, a set. This is, someone made this. It's just incredible. Sorry, continue. Please go. No, it's okay. Um, that's incredibly awesome. Um, 
but yeah, so you know, we looked at Blacktron, and it was one of those things in the media. It was like, well, sure, we can do Blacktron over, but how can we do something that's just slightly different? Um, still paying respect to Blacktron, but also not, you know, not recreating something that we've already put out. And it came to fruition. I was like, oh my god, wow, this is incredible. So like, I have those, like, those are near and dear, and I keep them close, like. A lot of the GWPs that came out the beginning of this year were stuff that I worked on for a while. So it's fun to see them come out. There's so many stories, you know, toilets in places where they shouldn't be. Like, it's just incredible, like, <laughs> stuff that, you know, you just laugh at. And half the time you forget that, like, that stuff is coming out. That's my biggest problem is walking into a store. I don't know what is supposed to be out. So I don't really, I'm very guarded uh... when I talk to team members because I'm like, two three years out and i don't want to slip up and say hey did you see this you know this thing when is this thing coming and they're like what are you talking about and i'm like oh so i just go oh, okay i just look at what's on the shelf and i'm like okay it's yeah, worth mentioning sense. as we you know you know wrap up or whatever but it's worth mentioning you are really good and i've been doing it for a long time and working at lego for a while you're really good at it's not protecting the brand, but like keeping Kofi's the best at, as far as being like, I'm not saying anything like yep. you're really good at knowing. I mean, I, I love even exp explaining for those who are watching. Obviously, we have crazy backgrounds. You know, you see there's a shield over Tony's head. I have all the stuff on behind me and you are in front of a, a blank wall because you are very careful not to show anything that isn't for public consumption. And I think that's something that's beyond commendable. Like you are very careful and while you can talk about your passions and stuff like that you never really broach the company's trust which i think is also something that's important um i feel like i just made a psa but no but it, but you know what also it, it also is a curse for him because anytime i see something online that i feel like is like encroaching like like spoiler territory when it comes to stuff coming out or like knockoff i'm sending him messages at like three in the morning like did you know that they did this knockoff with william falcon or blah 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 and it's like it, it has to be annoying but at the same time it's, it's really i know bad. i know where it's like i don't know i just i just kind of feel like you know when we talked when we did it we did an interview with you a long time ago you know you could very you very well tell when we were talking it was like we had to you know stop the conversation in certain parts because you know, you don't want to go there. And I think that speaks a lot to the fact of, you know, how much you care about the company and how mm -hmm. much you, you know, love what you do. And um, I think if anything, my takeaway from, from knowing you has been that there is a lot of people in Lego who love what they do. And you can tell by the products that they put out because we love them because it's, it's kind of like, it's from fans for fans. And that makes a big deal. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, you know, I I enjoy what I do. I you know I've been plenty of other places where you know the brand was big, wasn't always cracked up to be what people thought, and I finally found a place where it's like oh wow the brand is big and they actually do what they say. So mm -hmm. how do you not mess this up? Yeah, right. It, it's crazy to me that like you know there's stuff that we have that leaks all the time and you know. Um, we joke about it, you know, I, I joke about it with you guys in a very careful way, as you, as you mentioned. And, you know, sometimes I see some of that stuff and I'm like, some of this stuff, like there's somebody that is like 
like we will have product presentations that are done on like a Tuesday and there's a week on a Wednesday to a YouTuber. And I'm like, this was like, you're talking about functionality from like, for like three years from now, like how does this person like only, like only people in the company know this. Um, so, and, you know, and I say that to say like, I mean, do you not like your job? Like, like what yeah, is the cloud worth the risk. It that much? Like, there's no way. Like, it's not worth the risk. I always, I always thought of like, you know, I mean, look how beautiful this thing. I know you didn't put you you uploaded the photo, but you didn't put it up, and I'm like, we yeah, because we were told we we, we 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 skimmed past it, but like, just like gorgeous. just you can't it's just gorgeous. you can't see the love like in this. Like, yes, is it a cash cow? Yes, you can make lots of money off of this, but these are just beautiful pieces that you can have fun with and just spark imagination. And I'll tell you right now, you know, through this whole year, one of the things that I've enjoyed doing is getting down with my son and putting Legos together or playing mm -hmm. or, you know, you know, him coming down here and stealing Legos from the, from the bed or uh, Lego bricks from the bed. You know, people are so purist. They say, don't say Legos, but it's, 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 it's been one of those things where, Yes, you see, you said it earlier. It's for the family. It it means so much to us, and it's it's helped us. So yeah, I I, I just can't what, imagine somebody not loving it. Question for you: What does he think of uh, Sonic? Because I I I played with it a couple of years ago. Um, would you say that? And it was still in its. I mean, it was you know it was more of the cosmetic finishing that he to do, and we thought it was fun. We played with a couple of our our customers in the showroom, mm -hmm. um, but I haven't had a chance to actually like get children's feedback on it um, you know yeah. can i i'm gonna be honest sure. be very honest we absolutely yeah. love it the only thing i would say is like in the mindset of it would be really cool i, I think this is where we have like we've got some like brick plates behind us like putting the sets on like brick plates that would meet the length of it because like a lot of times like my son plays with it on the floor or we were on the floor building it and so if it's just one layer it kind of falls apart, but, but putting it on a table and stuff, it's always seems like that's like the preferred way to play the play with Lego. Um, okay. So, okay. but absolutely love it. Like I, I will say we, we loved the, the Robotnik or Eggman in the, the first set that came out last year, the collector set that was like $79. But for whatever reason, the one in this set was so much cooler and it's kind of just fun how even the 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 hovercraft like comes off of the legs and you've got like and I, like you've got like there's so many little easter eggs like there's the chili dog and the grill and you've got yeah. you know the different like robots and you've got the um the little pow box there you know for the for speed and and then you've got like all the little like the animals because you know whenever you destroy a, a, a robot it's supposed to have an animal that comes out of it and all of them have little animals with them that when you knock them over, which is how the set's designed. They knock over and the the animal falls out, which is which is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Awesome. Um, I have one question before we sure. before we wrap. We we're we're a little over an hour, so uh, but you might not know. You might know, but I didn't know what the theme was. So this wasn't just Lego. Um, it was a theme that we saw at San Diego this year, and and I pulled up a photo for those that weren't there. Oh, we had the you know such a cool <laughs> such a cool installation um throwback to blockbuster obviously with lego and, and i showed a little bit of the sonic build that was that was on display incredibly cool 
was there a tie to the blockbuster because because funko did it as well so there was funkoville that was at san diego comic-con as well so you had lego which was obviously a huge attraction uh, and they had the brickbuster video and then uh funkoville was like a whole corner with like lounge fly funko and things like that and they had their own like like funko blockbuster you know rewind or whatever and i was like wait is there like a theme like what's going on like i you know what like i, I don't know if that was just a coincidence there was actually an actual like like thing that was going on currently with the timing or whatever i didn't know if there was like some special uh thing i don't know off the top of my head i mean i can ask um it it's interesting because that showed up as a surprise believe it or not i was talking to some of the um model builders or yeah yeah they're i think they're still called master builders at this point um because they sit in our at least for the americas they sit in in our office back in um connecticut and you know it's one of those things where i have badge access where i can just like walk into their shop and like chit chat with them um that's so like cool. one of them actually <laughs> if you remember comic-con from there was an Aquaman set that was released at Comic-Con like a couple of years ago. I know the guy that actually like like did it. He like sits in that, that room, but um, he's incredibly awesome. We play, we play basketball and all that. He's like incredibly awesome and hilarious. Um, they, uh, they said that they were working on something and they were being really cagey with me, which is awesome. Because mm. I like when they're cagey because it's like, yeah. Um, but I didn't know it was going to be this. So I don't, that's more of a marketing question. I'm sure if it's more than one, if it's more than one um, company doing something blockbuster related, but even then for us to even get the blockbuster name, there had to be some type of conversation with yeah. the, because even if the name was free use right now, what would be the point in any established company, what would be the point of Mattel if they did it just utilizing the blockbuster name if it's dead and gone and not popular anymore, right? Yeah. For a random like pop up. So I was like a little curious because like there had been like some like we reported on it a couple months ago where like the blockbuster website was back up and running and it was like hmm. teasing something and we didn't know if with Funko with you guys like if there was something like maybe it was just teasing San Diego Comic Con or. Or, or something but you know it just it was kind of curious but loved loved it i loved all the, the the covers seeing from other people's pictures yeah no it was really awesome actually uh mike if you you have a second you can go to your browser if you pull up the um iron man um statue infinity gauntlet statue and the infinity stone statue from comic-con uh, oh man the year of in-game so I wasn't in my product development role, but like I was like one of like a handful of people leading up to, you know, like since I joined the company in 2016, leading up to, to in game, I was like the, we'd have like these huddles on the other side of the business or the B2B side of the business where we talk about like performance or whatever, like in the large auditorium. And I was the one that's constantly chiming in, like, hey, Black Panther's going to be a big deal. Black Panther's going to be a big deal. And then Whoa. I see Civil War's going to be a big deal. It's going to do this. So um, one of our account reps wanted to oh. make a splash at Comic-Con. And he he asked me, he said, hey, if now. you had an opportunity to do one oh. statue at Comic-Con, what would you do? And he was like, would you do, like, 
shield and holding the hammer or what would you do? And I was like, no. Uh, and I caught flack for this from people. Uh, I Because I guess at that time, surprisingly, uh, Comic-Con is in August, right? Um, people hadn't seen Endgame yet. There were still people that hadn't seen Endgame. So I was like, you need to do Iron Man with the wow. Infinity Stones. And he was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is the greatest thing you can do. And it's I was like, it needs to be the right armor. That is cool. Thanks. And so, so many people, when I told people, I just, they're like, you ruined the movie for me. I didn't, I hadn't seen it yet. And now I know that Iron Man gets the Infinity Gauntlet. And I'm just like, it's August. This is the biggest movie in the history of cinema. You didn't see it the first weekend, the second weekend. I said, by <laughs> August, I had seen it 12 times. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, come on, so come on. Like, Let's face it, by, by the time San Diego Comic-Con came out, they already had trailers for uh, for Far From Home coming out, and there were issues. Right. So, yeah. Know, they and apparently that weird. lights up. Um, <laughs> and, <yeah>. Oh, come on. <laughs> Can we ask, where yeah. is this now? I have zero clue. It's probably in our warehouse um, somewhere. Or, yeah, it's probably in our warehouse. I just hope it's not destroyed or decommissioned because that's beautiful. <laughs> Where is this warehouse and what kind of security do they have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have we, our statues, you know, they have like uh. a path that they follow um, depending on where they need to make appearances and like where we need to store them and all of that. But that was definitely something that was near and dear to my heart. Wow. Um, there's some really cool stuff coming. I obviously I can't really talk about it, but I saw some stuff that leaked, and I was like, "Oh, okay, we did this." Um, and then sometimes I'm surprised with other stuff. There's, you know, really cool, you know, other like potential like collaborations and stuff. Um, but you know, that stuff you know comes and goes, so it's. It's fun to, to be there for the ride and weigh in when you, you get asked or even within what I do for product development. Like I've got some really cool stuff that um that should be really enticing to to people coming up. So mm-hmm. never a dull day. Yeah. All right, well And that's and this is why Nerd Initiative will never be doing Lego leaks because it would be too <laughs> identifiable being friends with you. We would never we would never <laughs> want to put you in that position. Um but again Thank you so much for being on here. This has been so good. So good. Like we, we, we need to do this again where we just go through and just talk about the most expensive Lego sets. And uh, I, that would be the, uh, the we, have a, we have a Mickey Mickey's. We have a collector show probably in, con, con, that we're considering in the works. And mm-hmm. okay. I think that is part of it. Like that I think would be a blast too. It's, it's it's aspirational, but it's also just cool to the, the story behind it. You know what, whatever yeah. it is, why it's valuable, why it's rare, where it came from. I I I live for that stuff, right? Even stuff that I'll never own, right? Like you know, like stuff yeah. that there's no way I'll ever own a Batman one or Tech twenty seven or uh, Action one. But like knowing the stories of how it changes hands and and all that stuff like that, and, and with Lego too, like it's awesome. Sorry, I interrupted. Sorry. No, no, it's, gonna, it's totally cool. I was gonna say it's potentially. I think it's a Death Star. Do you guys remember the UCS um, theme? Or um, we kind of dabble in it uh, every once in a while. So we have like the Ultimate Collector's Edition, like Millennium Falcon. But do you remember the original ones that were like big enough to just fit on your desk? Mm-hmm. If you go to eBay, the Death Star Two, I believe, 
um, the desk version was like, it's like $14,000 or something like that. It's crazy. Wow. Wow. See, I got, I got this. This is a UCS Slave One. I yeah. absolutely love it. Absolutely, yeah. love it. actually, I got, I moved Groot off of my desk so that I could at least have it behind me during this. Oh yeah, hold on, me. Oh. Um, so there's a thing called eCrater. I guess it's kind of like an eBay, but different. So they have it for, uh, it's, it's a you know a, a penny pinching five thousand um, dollars for this one, yeah. which is, and who knows? I don't know what eCrater is. So I don't know if I trust it, but. Um, also, it's really a beautiful that now now that and I'm I'm seeing the other one. I kind of want to get the other. And there's also a mini one. It's almost like kind of like a bus. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna shut up. Let me pull this up real quick. Where is this? I have so many screenshots now that I can't even find <laughs> what I'm looking I for. Oh, it's right it's here. There. It's just incredible. Like what? Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's so that, that was 5k on whatever that site was eCrater. I've never heard of it, but um man, wow. Just wow. Um yeah. yeah. Um really quick, um other thing for you, Mike. Uh I was happy with the Wolverine um um but the I was claws? happy with the call out on the box. Yeah, X Men '97. Like I was like a kid, like a kid in the '80s. I was like, we did it! It's X Men '97. This yeah, is perfect. So this is cool. so nostalgic. Yeah. So, you know, every once in a while, we do something really cool that like just rings all the bells. It's kind of like in um, uh, the last Doctor Strange movie when Professor Xavier rolls out and like the X Men theme plays, and it's just like they get it. They finally uh, did it. Right. Yeah. It pays off. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully we'll get I know I know we're um with the uh the mystery minifigs, we're getting uh what was it, Wolverine and Storm? Um in oh. those. Those are those no, are coming you're out. Getting, you're you're getting <laughs> yes. Well, those are already those. out. I've already seen I've already seen those and like some people are buying them in the stores. I'm not gonna say anything else, like but that's oh, fine. Yeah. I mean I think they'll be out like officially soon, but there's my recommendation and this isn't me shilling the company um so i'm taking myself out of the company for a second i would probably try and collect all of those minifigures because there is something incredibly cool that you can do once you collect all the minifigures no i i i i think i know what it is and i don't want to even lead into that territory but the first thing i thought of was like wait a second can i just say it no, and don't re like don't react or do don't blink, don't blink, just sit still, Michael. I need to hear. I'm just gonna shut my eyes. Go you ahead. can build a sentinel, can't you? That's my thought. You build it builds and it, it forms into a sentinel. But I could be completely off. That was my first thought immediately when he said that. I was like, it comes together and it makes a sentinel. But I could be wrong. I think I think the like so each each one of the because I know like like with the um with the ones from the last series, um they all had pieces that that kind of accompanied. So like. Loki had the 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 alligator Loki, you know, and and stuff like that. So there's always something that kind of accompanied them. I know the Wolverine has like a sentinel head with it, I believe. So yeah, I think cool. he does. And I swear yeah, I didn't I research that. I swear I didn't look at it. I just thought that's the, the first thing that came to my head was like, what's big and blocky that you could kind of unite <clears throat> other ones and make it? And I was like, you can build a sentinel. Like I also have seen like. <laughs> all those Marvel legends ones that you can have the build of figures and stuff like that. Those are really cool. So I like, do they ever have like a figure that's like worthwhile though? Like I remember one, I think had like the pieces to apocalypse and like apocalypse should be a figure. 
not like something that you yeah you should right oh yeah yeah so like like we're talking about the legend so like like the guardians of the galaxy one was cosmo like it should have been groot like if you're gonna do something big make it be no that would be awesome yeah yeah but it was like you know it it, you you kind of wonder like where they picked the i think i was at or like the heads of nowhere or something yes let me tell you, okay, let me just tell you something. I'm not, I'm going I'm not speaking out in the ether because I said this to you in a text message once. And if I have to like figure out how to throw it up on Lego ideas, I will. There needs to be a Lego nowhere. There has there, oh, I, yeah. listen, wow. I would sell my kidney. I would sell my kidney and go on permanent dialysis just so I could get this. <laughs> so I I agree with you. Um and I don't know why we haven't done it yet. Sometimes, like, par- like partners will just say, "No, you can't, you can't do it." You know, um, Fair. and like sometimes from that you realize that like they're probably doing something with that property, and they don't want to show the the way the property looked before, right? They kind of want people to flush out their memories of mm-hmm. like the first superheroes. Uh, movie that's ever come out um, um, that was re- good in recent time and um, just kind of wash it away and let it go and then the next time you see something non-movie related to it um, it's of the new after the movie has come out or mm-hmm. show or whatever they could be cooking up in that magical place um so yeah, I maybe no, and I don't know anything. Like I'm not in like that conversation with, you know, Disney or Marvel. But maybe nowhere is like going to be used to form Galactus somehow or something, right? Oh. So maybe that's why nobody. Oh, no. I just, had. I just, I just, I want it so bad. Right? Like I, even to the point, like if if there was someone out there that even just made up like their own vert, like I, oh, it'd make a a really good oh. Lego art piece. Absolutely, like with, with a with a cannon right? coming out of the eye, and you open it up, and it's got like little houses and stuff, and so they like, already, it, could, it could be such had, a cool thing. I had to contact us up there. I'm going to take it down so we can talk. But um, I, they, I, we can talk about this now because it's out. Like, so the Spider-Man art is is already out and on sale, where he's kind of crawling out of the frame, and which is really cool. Um, Beautiful. What would be also really cool? You speak of Galactus. Like, so I'm looking at. Um, I have a Clayton Crane. Um, like a lenticular lens silver surfer, a Galactus where the hands coming out a little bit and the surfer's yeah. on his hands and it's like it's so raised cool. off the art. That would be in yeah, that's fantastic. Like he's like you know, kind of yeah. like the kind of like the Funko. Like I'm looking at the Jumbo Funko where he's got his hand and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm picturing that in a frame where it's like silver surfers flying out of the the art. Um, oh, that that's dope. dope. I'm, all right, I'm I um when I when I saw. Spider-Man um, a few years ago, I immediately was like, that's incredible. It'd be really cool to do like Venom's mouth open and like his tongue coming out of the the frame like towards you, essentially, mm-hmm. right? So like the borders of like 90% of the borders are made yeah. up of like his mouth and, and razor teeth and like his articulated tongue um, coming out at you. So who knows? Maybe we'll oh, see yeah. it. I... I I haven't mentioned it to to like anyone that can get it done, but like that would be incredibly awesome for us to do something like that. Um, would, oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. What I would close with: whoever is out there 
and we're starting to dwindle down because it's getting late. But whoever is out there doing, did I delete it already? Who's doing stuff like the Batman who laughed? I, I, I took it down already. But whoever's doing stuff like that, I challenge and task you. What we need is a bust or a, a or a wait like a Black Panther figure where it's Venom, but it's the scene where Spider-Man's coming out. Oh, yeah. oh, he's pulling the. We got Spider-Man underneath, oh. and he's ripping the venom out. That would be incredible. Like the the reds yeah. popping out, and you got the black, and he's he's peeling out the symbiote. That would be amazing. And I feel like it's something that, like, right now, it's gonna take someone who's like a talented builder out there to be like challenge accepted so if anyone's watching really that, really anything that comes out that's well, marvel you guys should do <laughs> you know who um have you ever seen you, you've heard of uh justin sawyer right uh he was like one of our brick artists um he created the art piece where it's the yellow figure that's ripping the the chest open like Library, that seems right? like right up the yeah, like he I mean, just has to shift it a tad bit, right, and add some color to it, Aww. and it's done. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. All right, I'm I'm done. <laughs> All right, we better wrap. It's, it's yeah, kinda, yeah. All right, well, Kofi, thank you again so much for joining us. Um, we will definitely be doing this again, um, and hopefully we can keep it under more control. But I doubt it because it's Lego, and we all love it. Um, but again, uh, everyone, thank you for joining us. If you're watching this after the fact, again, um, be sure it, if you love Lego and you love seeing new things with Lego, um, be also sure to check out the, um, Lego ideas website. Um, you can always vote on, uh, supporting different things and see more stuff going on. Uh, be sure to check out our newsletter. You can hit the contact us there and be able to, um, you know, join our newsletter, see what's going on, the other properties that we have. And of course, the last thing we need to do because we need to keep the lights on, make sure you're checking out our merch store. Um, and of course, with that said, have a wonderful night and thank you. Oh, Spidey Venom Shoes too, yes. <laughs> All right, have a great awesome. night, everybody. <laughs>